Welcome to the Secret Sauce Podcast. This is a show about relationships with staff, with students, with yourself, with building culture in your classroom, your school, your district, and becoming personally developed so that you can be professionally developed. Be sure and follow our podcast so you don't miss a show. And we're booking now for the 23-24 school year um, for any type of PD that you need, keynotes, seminars, workshops, just get in touch with me. I would love to come to your to your school, your district, and share the secret sauce with you. So let's jump right into the next episode. Here we go. All right, welcome to the Secret Sauce Podcast. I'm your host, Kip Schubert. This is episode 29, and I've got a super powerful friend of mine, full of energy, from the state of Texas. His name is Josh Tovar. He's principal at the Memorial Pathway Academy in Garland, Texas, and he does a bunch of uh, social media uh, hours and shows with authors and speakers and um, problem solving with office hours. I'm going to let him explain all that to you. But Josh, welcome to the podcast. Kip, been looking forward to this all day, brother. I was yeah. looking for I go, hey, I'm going to have some secret sauce on me today. I'm going right. to make it come to life because normally you know this. I'm always listening to you and other podcasts at four in the morning. Run I'm, I'm live with the secret sauce, and right. I'm not getting the groggies, getting ready to go to the gym. So I'm excited to be in here with you, and thank you for the invite, brother. You bet. So tell me a little bit about, uh, and tell our listeners about the things that you do online um, with the the authors and speakers show, and the in the uh, office hours, and the the red zone. Well, I'd like to invite all educators out there, classroom teachers, um, aides assistant principals, principals, area soups. I'd like to invite all of you, please reach out to uh, our Twitter, MPA underscore Gold Jaguars, because we love bringing in people from around the United States. We have three shows, Dean and Chris. This was their brainchild, and they created this during Corona, as many podcasters did. And they created the original show, and from there it's evolved. These two guys brought their whole system and kept evolving, bringing in different speakers, different people. And now an original show that was every Sunday has turned into three shows, three shows. So that's why we need guests. It doesn't matter where you're from, Alaska, Maine, Hawaii. I need you. We need you. Because you what? we have the Sunday show. It's on all the socials, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, so on, uh, all, so on and so forth. And that deals with speakers, authors. That way we could sharpen our tools. That's known as a flagship show every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Then Chris and Dean came up with this awesome idea saying, how do we branch out? How do we quit, connect with more people in the trenches? So they came up with two other shows. They came up with this awesome idea. Get this. Dean and Chris came up with this idea. 20-minute problem-solving show. They come up with actual situations that are faced in schools. And we get the opinions from different levels. It just doesn't have to be secondary or elementary, all levels, because we face it one way or the other. And then finally, the final show Thursday, they said, you know what, let's have like a round table, a big King Arthur kind of stuff. And it's a topical show, it's called The Red Zone. And all these happen at 9 p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then the flagship show at seven. And on Thursday, this past Thursday, we talked about all things that had to do special ed. This coming up Thursday is going to be about curriculum. So we have authors, 
and special people that that's their whole focus. And like I told you, Kip, I'm very excited about this. In two Thursdays from now, we're going to have five, five head football coaches from California, Ohio, Florida, Louisiana, and Texas that won state championships this year, this year, to come and talk about what their vision is for teamwork, unity, because you know that. Kip, you know this. Whenever yeah. a school wins something across the state, it it doesn't only pick up the spirit of the school and the logo, but the whole community. It right. brings life, long, everlasting ripples of joy and life and sets a new bar for that community. So it's going to be an exciting show. So I encourage, highly encourage everybody that's out there, reach out to us, MPA underscore Go Jaguars or Unlock the Middle, and we'll book you on the, on the show. Yeah, and I just want to – Second that for you guys that are listening in, I mean, these these shows are amazing. I can't wait for the five head football coaches. That's going to be bad, powerful, man. That's going to be bad. Um, I can't wait to listen to that one. Um, I hear you. But, yeah, yeah if you sure. want to get in on these things, instead of just listen, um, get a hold of Josh and, and Dean and, and get on these roundtables and these discussions because they're just there's a powerful, powerful way to – to get um, topics talked about and, and again, make connections with other educators um, around the country. But Josh, tell me a little bit about um, your story, how you got into education, maybe a little bit about your journey as an educator. You know what, Kip? Um, I want to I start off by saying this to you. Kip, what you brought to the table has allowed me to feel more open because you know what? You're the man, brother. You remove that armor you put it on the floor and you show all the scars. You know what? That's what our kids need to like. Principal Cafele says, you do not yeah. fake the funk. Great job, brother. Because you Thank know you. what? It's all about the, we all have a story. All of us have a story. The kid with a lot of money, the kid with no money, they all have stories. Right. And they all have obstacles. And it's how you connect with them to move them forward in life. And so, you know what? Uh, I'll tell you this much, Kip. I'm an immigrant to this country. Had to learn English. I'm a product of full immersion. I was surrounded by a bunch of um, uh, English-speaking people. Had to go through adversity. I'm a child of divorce. I'm a child of alcoholism. Um, Like you, Kip, my parents left me alone, literally. My sophomore year, for three years, I had no parents uh, looking over me. And you know what, Kip? I did what you described in your podcast. I'm self-medicated nonstop with drinking. I self-medicated because people don't know, oh, cool, you're in high school, you have your own house, party, party. You know how lonely those nights are? You know how lonely it is to be in a house with only one TV screen on? Kip, you can can relate to this. I can relate. Yes, I can. Not only that, Kip, but when when, as the song goes, when the bottle's your only friend, truly, it's a sad situation that we reflect. And you know what? Part of us, and Kip, I don't know if you agree with me on this one, when we went through that stage and we quote unquote air quotes recovered, a part of us died because yeah. of that trauma. And yeah. we're never going to get it back. We're never going to be able fully to connect. Like you see some of these beaver to cleaver dads, these yeah. beaver to cleaver families. We don't have that because we lost it somewhere. So now we have the situation right now where I've evolved through all this. And the only thing that helped me out was making sure that I found a place that would tear me down and would pick me up. And in that case, I'm very 
glad that the Lord and Savior guided me to the United States Marine Corps. If it was not for the United States Marine Corps, um, I would have been a junkie. I, I was hanging around. Look, I'm a, think about this. Your senior year and you have the party house, kid. Yeah. Do I need to say anything else? No. You know what I'm talking about, right? I know what you're talking about. If I, got, if I got past two streets from my house, I was going to go to school that day. More often than not, people were capturing me to go back to my house so we could drink the cases. Remember the cases of beer, the party balls? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what we used to do. And I say this to everybody out there. I am not proud. I am not ashamed of what happened to me because those experiences made me who I am now. Those exactly. experiences right there made me the sympathetic and empathetic individual educator so that when I run into another kid, I'm looking at him. Bro, I tried that in the 80s. Don't try that with me. <laughs> so, yeah, you know the ropes. We we can see it in their eyes, can't we? They tell we, us because yeah, I'm there. sure that we gave that look. Yeah, but the, You know what the difference is, Kip? That back then in the 80s, people didn't care. If you ditched, they didn't care. Allegedly, there were truant officers out there. They, hell no, there was never no truant officers catching me. Yeah. You know how many times I talked to a school counselor in high school? You know how many times? Zero. One. Just the one year. The senior make, year, they should tell me what degree, what college diploma. I mean, a uh, high school diploma. Yeah. Sad. And you, and you know what? I, what really resonated with me from what you what you said so far in your story is that that piece of us dying. You know, I I look back and reflect quite a bit on my life, and there's just. I'm in, I'm in such a better place today and going through what I went through um, with alcoholism and homelessness and all that, it brought me to my secret sauce, where it's made me a better educator, an impactor, a coach. It's let my life mean something. But there's times with my own children that I wasn't present because of the addiction that I'll never get back. And not only did a part of me die, I think a part of them, my own children, died too you know and they're still recovering from that and but you know those like you said those obstacles to me become opportunities for great growth and so it's just how we choose to get back up when we're in that arena and we get our our ass handed to us and knocked down how do we choose to get back up and get back in the fight and that's what makes all the difference and you know what kip and i and i and i talk and i talk to my my three i have three sons and i talk to my elementary going to middle school and middle school going to high school son and I sit down and you know what I'm 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 very rough sometimes with him because I I, I wasn't taught that part of that death part you know what I mean yeah the, 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 the norm of a family when family is supposed to create that structure again I do not blame my parents I don't blame anybody that was just the card I was dealt with the deck of cards right. I was dealt with and I dealt with it the best that I could some people don't know how to deal with it and fall off the end and then Take a different choice in life, right. and there no choice. I tell my kids, and I and I'm honest with them because I want them to know that daddy's not always smiling with them, daddy's not always giving him that hug, because daddy something died in him. And I tell them that, and I want you to always be happy and love each other. I don't want you guys to be at odds as brothers, because you have something beautiful in the house. You have loving family that goes out to eat, we pray, we go to church every Sunday. We want. I want you as someone who had nothing to have what I didn't have. And you know what that is? Eternal love, compassion that I have lost in my life. 
And that's just what it is. I mean, Kip, you and I cannot go back. We can't recover the stupid crap that we did. We cannot go back. But you know what? We learn our lessons and we love our future kids at school, in the classroom, on the soccer field, and we guide them. We Sherpa them to that secret sauce. And so I feel you, Kip, whenever you send your message out there and I tell you, hey, educator out there, first year teacher, that's alternative certification or 25th year teacher, connect with the kids. They'll walk on fire for you. That's right. Share a little bit about themselves, about yourself. And you know what? Sometimes you might have to share a little bit more than comfortable. But that's when the kids, because you know what? It doesn't matter when, kids smell phony. They do. Kids smell phony. And if you're being superficial, especially today, that stupid cell phone has made those guys very smart. Right. They know. They know when you're faking the funk. So I'm telling you, educator, open up. Drop the armor. Don't drop it as much as me and Kip, all right? <laughs> Unless you feel comfortable <laughs> with that. Yeah. But you know what? If you do drop it as much as us, I can let you know one thing. The kids will follow. And that's exactly right. And there are sometimes that, you know, like with my story, I, I can't share some parts of my story with a sixth grade classroom. I can share a lot more of it with a high school soccer team. Um, I can share all of it when I'm speaking to staff and adults and districts and schools around the country or online um, for people to see. You know, but it's it's just I'm not afraid to cry in front of my kids. And I've shared about, you know, I've shared about when I was when I was coming out of rehab and not necessarily telling them what it was or addiction or anything, but there was a situation that, that I had to go through that caused me to lose my daughter for three and a half years. And how she must have felt that, that daddy just wasn't there anymore and how me trying to get back into her life and, and, you know, kick and scratch and claw to do that was so difficult. And, and I wanted to give up at times, but it taught me how to persevere and how to continue to fight one day at a time every single day until I was back to where I wanted to be with her, you know. And so and when I share that, I tear up and the kids relate because there's so much divorce now um, in our country. Where it used not when, when you know when when our parents got divorced, it was it was wasn't the norm. You know, we were kind of. Uh, I always thought people looked at me as an outcast because my dad was a minister and my mom was a, a housewife in town and well known. And here we are. I was a divorced kid from the people who shouldn't have got divorced. You know, so you know, I think the more we're able to share in whatever capacity in education that we are, like you said, the kids are gonna. If you want that achievement, you want those results, you want that success um, with your data and in your teaching um, in test scores and all that kind of stuff, be real and vulnerable and authentic with your kids. Because all you got to do is ask them, and they're going to go through fire for you. Um, and it's just such a simple thing. But I, I want to move to just, um, and you kind of talked about it maybe a little bit, but as a man, as a human, as, as an educator, is there one or maybe two defining moments specifically that you could share that's really set you on the course that you are now to, and to the, be the man, the husband, the, the father, the, the principal, the administrator, you know, that you, and Josh, you spread such a positive energy. I mean, it's just contagious. I mean, share with us maybe a, a moment or two that was a defining thing for you. I'm going to give you the two things right here okay? because you know what they're easy they're easy to describe the very first thing 
was in 2015. I went kayaking. Mind you, I'm a former Marine. I'm okay with my water skills. And we went kayaking. And out of nowhere, we were in a lake with my um, three-year-old son then. And we had cloudy days. It was a cloudy day. And then we saw the water get a little bit choppy, but it wasn't that much. So I thought nothing of it. We're just going to kayak from the shore to like a little island, not that far away. So we got this, right? Long story, very long story, short kid. Um, We capsized. It came out of nowhere. Uh, My three-year-old son and I were drowning. There was no one around. And my son started drowning me because I was holding him up. But the water was spraying on him. He was trying to grab me by my neck to grab around me. And so I sunk, kid. I sunk. I had let go of my son. I had no idea. And in my head, I remember thinking this. So this is how I remember that vividly. Uh, and I just remember my big fat body just dropping down. The next thing that I remember, Kip, I don't know what happened, but I, I went up and there was a big hand there, a hand grabbing me. And he just grabbed me and pulled me, was yelling something, just like in the movies, muffled. You hear stuff, but you yeah. don't hear it. He put me onto the boat. Um, I, I was dark. I was dark under the water, kid. I shouldn't have been here. I died, kid. Something brought me back. That's a fact. I have two birthdays, September the 4th and September the 6th, when it happened. That moment right there made sure that I understood what life is all about. That moment that my son was saved, that someone scooped him out. After daddy sunk underneath and drank water like crazy and someone was able to haul me into his boat was a moment that defined my life. That a lot of times now, I don't take a lot of things seriously because you know what? Every single last thinking second is not guaranteed. Right. So all I got to do from that moment on was making sure that I take care of my shell because this is just a shell. That event right there proves to me that this is just a shell and I'm only as good as my shell. What allowed that event to be, air quotes again, successful was that I work out and I was able to use my skills from the Marines to try to keep my son up. If not for sure, my son would have been dead. Yeah. So that moment right there is an event that even now, when people are going through nonsense, you look at it and you're like, okay. You know, it's not really that. It's not really that. Right. That. The, the, second, the second event is this, and, and I'm going to go on a, on a lighter note, which is the joy. You know what, Kip? You and I know this. You're a fabulous soccer coach and educator that loves kids. And you know what? I think that you agree with me in this statement. We're in the best profession out there. The profession that creates all the other professions because we're the ones that ignite the passion in the kid to become a soccer player, to become an astronaut, to become a mathematician, to become a model, whatever it might be. We're that group of individuals that spark that life into that dream. And it's our job to keep on waving 
that air into that spark and make it a fire, making it that challenger going up in the air, making that space shuttle going up in the air, making sure that they reach for the stars. That's why I love the profession that I'm in. And so I'm going to let you know, there's a group of kids. I moved from a middle school to a high school. And when I moved from Ranchland Hills Middle School in El Paso, Texas, to Isleta High School, it was a low-performing school, all Hispanic, all Mexican, coming from across the border. Every high school on the border in El Paso, and I'm pretty sure in Brownsville, so on and so forth, you get at least every day like 300 kids from across the border, every day. And we could go into that in another podcast. But that didn't define us. What defined us was that unity to get the kids ahead. And so that year that I arrived, I was the newbie at the campus. Yeah. And I was the new assistant principal. I was an assistant principal in the middle school, but the, our, our, our principal, Mr. Jerry Lee, was looking at everybody, all right, who wants the freshman? And I'm like, I stay quiet. I was, I was just happy that, you know what, I moved up to the high school level. I was ready to rock and roll. And so all the other APs, being the bullies that they are, will give the new guy the freshman. No one wants to deal with the freshman. You know that kid. Yeah. No one wants to deal with him. And so I got them. That was the best blessing in the world, Kip. You know why? Because I carried those kids for four years, buddy. For four yeah. years, that was my group of children. Four years, their same assistant principal. And let me tell you, we created miracles there. Kids that shouldn't have graduated, they, they went up, they set the bar, they kept pushing themselves. Adversity, we faced it as a group. But you know what? There was nothing better. And then I promised them their senior year. You invite me to your graduation, and I don't care where in the world it is, I will be there. Guess what, Kip? Guess what happened today? Talk about I was meant to be on the show today, Kip. One of my old 8ers today messaged me on Facebook and said, Tovar, Tovar, I did it. You need to come to my graduation May the 12th at UTEP. I'm a nurse. Woo! Give me awesome, a there, baby. Awesome. That is awesome. And, and you saying that made me think about something. Do you think it's a good idea or really good for kids and students for teachers to kind of follow them through and the admin to kind of follow them through the process? I am or, a full proponent. I will never be a superintendent. I don't, that's never my idea. But if I had the power of a soup, I would make sure that you loop with kids. Yeah. I just, I, I think that's a, a very powerful thing uh, for kids. If you have, I mean, if I could stay with, a group of kids for four years, three years. I mean, I can develop great relationships in one. However, if I had them for three, those relationships would be even deeper and more profound. And those things that, I mean, the content that we teach is important, yeah? But, you know, what they're going to remember is that connection that they had with that one teacher that made all the difference for them in the world. So when they're going through things like we've been through, when maybe they face a divorce of their own, they're going to remember some things that we did together and we said to them and they experienced with, and they're going to be able to, to lean back on that and continue to go forward. And, you know, that's what truly makes those, those successes out there. Um, Cause and you, you know, that group, Kip. go ahead. 
It's thanks to that group that everything that you see on our social media sites today, wherever I'm at, I learned it because that's when the whole inception of Facebook started. Right. I wasn't around the Twitter bird yet because we still had MySpace. But all that kind of situation, social media, I started snapping them since they were freshmen, bro. I started taking pictures of them, always promoting that and putting it out there and everything because of that beautiful group of children, my mighty oiders, everything, yeah. my Jaguars today are benefiting from what I learned on how to promote love, love for my kids, because I'm not, I was not one of those administrators that I would go to duty just because the principal told me I will go to all their things. Right. I will go to everything. So, so if one important. of my oiders said, Hey, Tobar, can you go to the soccer game uh, in the next city? I would be there. Hey, Tobar, can you go see me perform flags? I will go there. So it's about that, what you always say, Kip, and I love it, making those eternal connections because yep. kids don't care how much you know until they, they know, know how much, much you care. care. And for our listeners, Josh, this is one thing I wanted, I was, didn't, I didn't tell you in advance, but if you follow Josh and, and the, the NPA Go Jaguars on social media, Josh is always posting things that he does for his students and the student body and making how he makes those great connections and i just want you to share a few of those things that you do like i saw today uh the postcards the birthday the birthday cards going out share share some of the things that you do in your school there at memorial pathway um to really just deepen and and connect with those students that you have so one of the things that i learned my second year in teaching in the early 90s uh was i i gave uh, birthday cards from the from eraser dust you know little generic cards happy birthday and because i i thought that was cool and i saw my mom do that because she she became an educator in a in a close by high school and then one time one kid that kid you know how ken williams talks about yeah that school well yeah. you know how you always have that that kid in your roster right you know challenging whatever it was i gave him the card and i would and i would buy a pencil a happy birthday pencil. Later on, he came and said to me, hey, Tobar, that was the only birthday gift I got. Boom. Oh, man, how powerful. Boom. Mind powerful. you, I was 23, 24 years old. Since that day, that kid educated me and that kid, like uh, the four agreements, he domesticated me. From that yeah. day, I celebrated every single last birthday that was in my sphere of influence. So one of the things that I've done since the early 90s is always send out birthday cards to all the kids. It doesn't matter what. My previous campus had 2,550 kids. I would send out those birthday cards, brother. I would call them into my office and would give them a birthday card. Right now, as a principal, mail them out those birthday cards. That and the adults also. Because you know what? Based on that event that I told you about, Kip, I always celebrate life. Because life is uh, not guaranteed. It's precious, isn't it? I say that I say that in one of my affirmations every morning is that Kip, you're not guaranteed tomorrow. Make today count. You know, exactly. it, it just it, what you just said gave me the perfect title for this podcast: the power of a pencil. Boom! There you go. Drop it That's, right there, brother. Um, so, as we as we get ready to close and wrap this up, Josh, tell me um, or give our listeners one takeaway, one nugget that they can carry with them from, from Josh Tovar um, that's going to help them 
not just be a better educator, but be better in their own relationships at home, um, not just at school, but just a better person all the way around. What would you tell them? Doing this for three decades, I'm an old man, brother. 30 Me years too. in the business. Me too. All right. Kip, all I, one of the things that I've learned is surround yourself with success and feel comfortable asking for help. If you do those two things, guys, first year teacher or seasoned, uh, seasoned administrator, seasoned educator, you'll get it covered because you need to say when you don't know it. I say this always, teach me. Today I said that to my campus secretary, teach me, educate me. How do you do this? I bend the knee. The best thing is to always know when you don't know it so you don't come across as foolish. And remember that you're not alone. None of us are alone. We choose to be alone. And with this yeah. cell phone, with all these social media platforms, you choose to be alone. You choose right. not to get educated by other awesome educators across. You don't need a purchase order. You don't need to purchase a ticket to go to a conference in Washington, D.C. It's right. all free with this guy. I'm pointing at him right now. Yeah. You can't see me. But I'm pointing at him. All you need, this right here is a great avenue for success because you're able to connect with the story that Kip has been telling you. Kip has been telling you about his issues he's had, how he was homeless, how he connects with kids, how he looks for a championship mentality from his soccer players. And sometimes we lose it. What is it? Jimmy Casas talks about you when you were in the interview chair. Sometimes we lose that candidate. Don't lose him or her. Don't lose him because you're not alone. Ask for help. Doesn't matter if you've been doing it for 27 years. Ask for help. Success breeds success. You're not alone. You have all these avenues on social media. You can reach out to anybody. And I'm telling you, people reach back at you because we are in the same hole always. And the cell phones and the requirements and the state tests are universal in the United States. You're not alone, buddy. Mr. Educator, you're not. So reach out. Ask for help if you need it. Ask for assistance if you want, if you require it. And also go continue learning. Continue learning. Ask for help. And that will guarantee you being the best version of yourself. Because you know what? That's what we tell our kids. That's right. To always do yeah. better. Yeah. So we need to take out that mirror and role model that expectation. Yeah, I love that is that is the most powerful nugget I've had so far in in the 29 episodes that we've done, Josh. That's just amazing. I I'm honored that you've been here. Um that you spent this time with me and I knew I knew it would be great. Um but this is this is this is just fun, full of joy for me. And I love how you how you ended that with just know that you're not alone. Surround yourself with successful people and ask for help when you need it. Cause I know when, before I went into rehab, you know, the year, the year I went in, I went in at spring break. I had missed 47 days of school before spring break. And the administrator that I had was a good friend of mine. And so, I mean, he saved my career for me. Um, and I, I love him for that. Cecil Bowles, um, big shout out to Cecil, but I had the people around me were saying, hey, Kip, are you okay? Kip, do you need anything? Kip, do, can I help you? Kip, you don't look good. You know, they were, they were trying to help me. And I chose 
just keep it inside, and I chose to be alone. And even then, I said 2014, I had those people around me to help me. I just didn't reach out for help. I didn't ask for it until I had to or I would have died. So um, I appreciate you sharing that, Josh. And again, thank you for being here. This has been a powerful episode of The Secret Sauce. Um, Again, guys, look up Josh Tovar at MPA underscore Go Jaguars. Follow what he does. He's an amazing administrator, an amazing educator, and just an amazing person with such a light um, that he gives to everybody he comes in contact with. So, so Josh, thank you for being here. Thank you, Kip. And let's all get on the road to awesome by having some special secret sauce. Thanks, Kip. <laughs> all right. Thank you. And thank you, guys. Till next time. Hey, we appreciate you listening to our podcast. Let's connect and impact lives together. Leave me a comment on this episode or find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube at The Secret Sauce with Kip Schubert. We would be honored if you would share this episode on your social media. Continue to share your story. It matters. Reach back over that mountain. Every educator, every student needs to feel loved, heard, and valued. So dish out that secret sauce and be that Sherpa to guide others to the summit. Till next time. Let's stay all in and all together.